0: Hi, everyone. Here's another little podcast for you. This is a Bible talk that I gave to all of the senior school at the school that I work at. Uh, And it's during our Easter service. Uh, This was an in school service that we ran uh, for all kids to come and just to remember together the true meaning of Easter. Uh, The theme was This is Easter. Death is dead. Jesus is alive. And so the challenge is is to remember that Jesus didn't stay dead, but Jesus did come alive. And this life of Jesus actually gives us life too. I hope you enjoy this next little podcast. The main focus of this passage is Luke chapter 24, verses 1 to 8. You might like to have a quick little look at that before you listen in to this Bible talk. I'm a fan of photos. Who is with me? Who likes to take photos? Uh, Maybe they're fancy photos. Maybe they're photos you get very creative with your filters. Maybe you've got a digital SLR and you do all the fancy focusing and all the time-lapsing and all that sort of stuff. Maybe that's what you do. Um, What I like about photos is, even though I don't do it as much as I'd like to, I love to print them off and I like to put them in frames. In our house at home, we have these little tiny frames that attach to the wall and go all the way up the wall on the biggest wall in our house and balance on those frame or holders are just photos and photos and photos. Photos of me when I was younger, my wife when she was younger, my wife and I before we were married and then from there it sort of continues on and it's like a, like a timeline more or less of our family. It's got photos of our children, of our extended family, even of our dogs up on that wall. I love photos Um, Sometimes I like getting photos and actually in my office. If you came into my office, you would see that there are photos in my office. I've got photos on shelves. I've got photos on my desk. There's this one photo that's on my desk, which is a photo of me and Mrs Schroeder before we were married while we were still at uni in a park together, looking very young and very eager to get on with uni. We were actually studying together and we took a photo. It's these sorts of photos, right, that you put in front of you, isn't it? Because these are things that are fond memories for us. These sorts of photos are the the things that maybe motivate us as we get going. Even as you think about the background that you put onto your device, maybe on your iPad or the desktop background or your phone, what's the photo that you've got up there? My guess is it's something that more or less, most of the time, is something that encourages you. It helps you to remember the things that you like or helps you to remember the things that are important to you. You see, the photos that we print, the photos that we put up in front of people, the photos that we put up in front of ourselves, we do that because these are the things that we consider that are worth remembering. But likewise, I'm sure you would agree that there are some memories that we have that often are not favourite memories. They're memories that might, in fact, steal our focus Maybe you've had that moment where you've turned on Facebook and then it says, this day, five years ago, here's you. And there's this photo and you look at it and you go, oh my goodness, what was I thinking? and it's a photo that just embarrasses you and it cripples you maybe with shame and so you're very quick to find those three little dots that you can click on and go delete this photo I never want to see that again I know that it's not gone from the web Mr O'Connor it's probably there somewhere but it's gone from my view I'm not going to see it anymore because that photo is embarrassing to me those sorts of moments they overshadow don't they the good memories or the memories of joy that we might have Sometimes there's those sorts of memories that actually, when we think of them, they hold us back and they prevent our progress. They cripple us. They even steal our focus, like we were talking about a moment ago up here on the couch. And so I want to ask you right now, just in this little moment of about eight minutes or so, what is your focus today? What is it that you have remembered this morning What is it that you are remembering in this life every single day, and if we want to be a bit more specific, what is it that you're remembering this Easter? What is your focus today? In that reading that Seth just gave us from Luke chapter 24, we meet some women who go to the tomb of Jesus, but the thing is, I don't know if you notice that these women have actually lost their focus. Their focus has somewhat been stolen. And they had forgotten some very significant truths did you notice what happened the women in luke 24 they forget that although jesus has died that jesus is actually alive now and i actually think that as i think about that that they had forgotten for a moment it makes sense to me i wonder if it makes sense to you Think about what they have just witnessed. They've just witnessed their beloved Jesus get crucified and they've spent the last two days lamenting the death and even preparing oils and the sweet-smelling perfumes and spices that they were planning to actually pour onto his dead and decaying body. These ladies were dealing with the tragedy of death, let alone actually the very cruel death of Jesus. This memory affected them. Their focus on Jesus, on his resurrection, had actually shifted, hadn't it? I'm sure we can empathise with that. They were remembering Jesus' beatings and the mocking from the crowd. They were remembering the gruesome crucifixion. They were remembering his death. They were remembering the spear that was thrust into his side. They were remembering these things and even the fact that they hadn't been able to give Jesus the due honour of anointing his body. It's safe to say that these ladies that go to the tomb are distracted by troubling times. We've been there before, haven't we? You've been, distracting by a tr- been distracted by a troubling moment, a time when you've been down or frustrated or troubled. It's these moments that steal our focus too. It's these sorts of moments that lead us to behave even in irrational ways. To cast aside the truth and do something else instead. Well, for these ladies that we read about in the Bible, their troubled hearts led them to Jesus' tomb. And that's irrational, I wonder, if you think about it. That's irrational. You see, they go looking for Jesus among the dead in the tomb where Jesus had been laid. And you might ask, that's not a rational, sir, that's a noble thing. They wanted to do a good thing for Jesus. But the problem is that these ladies had actually forgotten something that was super important. These ladies had had their focus stolen by the tragedy of death. And they had forgotten what Jesus only told them a few weeks prior. And so it's no wonder then that when they get to the tomb and they find that Jesus' body is gone, that they're shocked and they're surprised. And then two angels stand before them while they're shocked and surprised and they're like, what are you shocked and surprised for? Why are you looking for the living among the dead? Jesus is not here. Jesus has risen, says the angel. It seems that these faithful women, they had done their best to respond to Jesus' death. However... The death of Jesus had actually stolen their focus of the most important thing. And the most important thing is that Jesus is no longer dead. Jesus is actually Ah, oh, good. Are well, you awake? Jesus is actually alive. Jesus is no longer dead. He is alive. And in fact, the angels remind the ladies that Jesus had said this and he had said it to them weeks before. But now they had forgotten. But right there in that moment, verse 8 says this wonderful little phrase. It says, and then they remembered Jesus' words. The ladies had their focus shifted. And they looked back in hindsight to all the things that Jesus had done. And in particular, the things that Jesus had said. That Jesus would suffer. That Jesus would die. But then Jesus would come back to life. And now they remember. It's like the lights coming on in a dark room, like a southerly change on a humid summer afternoon, like a deep calming breath in a moment of stress or anxiety. These ladies, they remember and how it changes everything. You see, Jesus' tomb isn't empty because Jesus has been stolen. No, Jesus' tomb is empty because Jesus has come back from the dead. Jesus isn't dead. Death is dead. Jesus is alive. That's what's happened here. And so this news and this memory that they rediscover changes everything. This isn't a memory to forget or to delete like a Facebook memory that pops up for them. This is not something that they ought to remain silent about. No, this is something that they need to go and to tell. And so these ladies, they run home and we discover in the rest of the story that the ladies run home and they tell all the other guys that are waiting around and they're feeling very sad. And then before they know it, to their amazement... They are sitting and eating with Jesus, getting all the evidence that Jesus is no longer dead, but Jesus is alive. Here is Jesus sitting with them, actually eating with them, speaking to them, letting them see the wounds of his body, the markings of his death, but actually experience the fact that he is really there. Broughton, don't forget the details of Easter. Jesus died. But Jesus is alive. This is Easter. This is the Easter story. (coughs) Jesus is alive. So remember, and I say remember because all too often I think we forget. We forget the details about Jesus. In good times we forget because when the going's good, then who needs Jesus? Right, I can do this all by myself. But equally so, I think when the going gets tough, we forget about Jesus too. But we need to remember Jesus all the time. When you're down, don't let your hearts be troubled. Do not forget. Remember that Jesus came to be the way, the truth, and the life. Jesus came to be the exclusive way to God the Father. Jesus has died. Jesus is risen. Jesus is alive. This is Easter, Broughton. And so remember. The Bible actually says that because Jesus is alive we are also made alive in Christ I wonder if today as you remember that if you remember that Jesus is alive so that means that you can be alive too I wonder if maybe you might be like those ladies who go to the tomb that your focus would shift that you would remember that in Jesus you also have life Jesus is raised back from the dead so that you can be raised from the dead too. So let's return to my original question at the beginning of this Bible talk. What is your focus today? What is your focus this morning? What is your focus in this life? What is your focus this Easter? Is it on Jesus? Because Jesus is the one who brings resurrection. Jesus is the one who brings life. And so we at Broughton, we pray that you would put your hope in Jesus and you would join us in getting a life forever with God. Uh, please bow with me as we pray. Dear Heavenly Father, I thank you that today we could remember the death of Jesus, but we could also remember Jesus' life. Thank you that death is dead and that Jesus is alive. And so, Lord, I pray that you would help us this Easter to remember the living Jesus Christ, to remember his death and resurrection and the life that is now available to us through Jesus. Lord, I pray also that today you would help us to have a great day, help us to live a life through Christ because we have a life in Jesus who is no longer dead but who is alive. In Jesus' name I pray. Amen. Now, earlier on in this year, we were told that we couldn't sing together, uh, and so our senior school choir, uh, that restricted their opportunities to do something for us at this service too. But nevertheless, Mrs Lueng has also done some work. Sorry if I just butchered your name then, Miss. My bad. Um, She has created uh, a great thing here with our senior school choir. Uh, It's a song titled, Wondrous, Marvellous Love. And so I wonder, as this song plays this morning, you might consider the the wondrous, marvellous love of Jesus to die for us in our place. Direct your attention to the screen. Thanks for listening, everyone. You can get in contact with me via Twitter at MRKSchroeder or on the Anchor app, you can actually leave a voice message. I'd love you to do that and I might include it in the next podcast. Catch you later.